What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all living, man? Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Yes. <clears throat> so, with that being said, man, uh, we're gonna be able to look at this um, this roster basically and look at the guys that's gonna show up and be up and be ready to ball out out of control, out of their minds. Uh, really appreciate you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, yesterday we had a great, I'm talking about a great round table. It was fantastic. Uh, it was one of those things where we all got together, me, Foots, um, I got Kouye. <laughs> as well as the uh, the infamous Vach Lombardi, who keeps the party. And uh, we was talking about the players, that um, and how many quarterbacks you go with, how many running backs you lean on, how many tight ends you go with. Got some feedback, you know, from you guys uh, as far as the hard cuts, who we should cut, and how in the world Tavon Austin is going to be able to stay on his team, things like that. So, I mean – we got to look at it from A to Z, and the way I look at it and the way I see it, Cowboy Nation, is that really if we just continue to take one day at a time, of course, then the right players will be in the mix. But I'm trusting this front office. I'm trusting this staff to get things going. Uh, what's up, Fred? Thank you for tuning in. Rodney Ellis, uh, Sheila Neal, thank you for holding it down. Uh, my Cowboys family, really appreciate you guys. Can't wait to see you guys week one. Uh, I think that's when you guys are, are coming down. And uh, it's going to be a big old, big old, big old party. Uh, for those that's in the Dallas area, June the 15th, I should have more information for you all. Uh, one of the guys that's really, uh, really just going to be on the edge, per se, would be the uh, Alan Hearns. We have an event with his mom. It's going to be a book event, and hopefully we have Alan Hearns and maybe another receiver there. Um and he's one of the guys that I feel like he shouldn't make the team. But we'll see how he looks as it relates to, you know, after the, um, you know, the, you know, when you put on some pads and stuff like that. We would love to see him uh, out there on the field because if you look at the last few games that Alan Hearns played in, he's not the fastest guy in the world, right? But I would say right now currently on his roster, he is the uh, pretty much – <laughs> to me personally, the third best route runner outside of the uh, Randall Cobbs and Amari Cooper. Uh, Michael Gallup's is still learning. And, and although we see some strength and we see some uh, growth patterns with Michael Gallup, but there's still some things that we have to wait and know and, and see what he's going to look like against in training camp. Um, one of the favors right now is the Johnson kid, the John Villa Johnson as well as the, um, uh, let me know if you guys can hear me. Let me know if you guys can hear me. I, I forgot to check my audio. Let me know. Um, Cowboy Nation, let me know if you guys are able to hear me. Give me a thumbs up or something like that. Let me know. Um, John Via Johnson and uh, also uh, the, the Michael Jackson. So that that is something that, that we're going to be looking forward to towards to during training camp when they put the pads on the one-on-ones, uh, seeing if those guys can outperform and get people out there. My thing is, uh, should the Cowboys go with five wide receivers? Or should the Cowboys go with uh, – <clears throat> okay, thank you, Steven. He said, yeah, we get, you guys can hear me. Yeah, John Guyton, let me see. My guy, my Cowboys family, uh, watched them in UDFA, uh, drafted free agency wide receivers. 
Um, yeah, watch for them. They're hungrier. Uh, I, I can say that my Cowboys family, when you when you are a rookie at that, and then you undrafted, you got a bone to pick. You're trying to prove to the world because Alan Hearns know the rope. He was undrafted, right? He was one of those guys that said to himself, "Hey, um, let me see. I got a text message. Let me see. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys." Mm-hmm. Let me see. Okay, I'm put who is this? So, so with that being said, Cowboy Nation, we we we're looking at everything. Um, now, when we talking about, I gotta say this: when we talking about guys that are hungry, and when we are hungry, uh, let me see. Rodney Ellis said we should go with six. Um, yeah. I'm with I'm with you. Hey Rodney, put down who do you guys, who do you feel should be the six wide receivers? And don't forget, Tony Pollard is a running back, but a lot of people looking at, hey, maybe he can be play that wide receiver role. Maybe you can roll with five. And that's what with the 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 conclusion last night. Well, like they can go with five. Wide receiver, five wide receivers. Pollard is a hybrid player. Brandon Williams. Shout out to you, Brandon Williams. It's a QA session, man. Um Michael Jackson will be a starter. Mark my words. Die Hard 1, 2, 3, and 6. Yes, yes. Um, we'll jump back on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but on the wide receivers play, put down, guys, your, you guys, uh, five wide receivers. Because, all right, so this is good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff for my Cowboys family. Good stuff. He says, Coop. Gallup and who else we have? Cobb, Tavion. I gotta call him Tavion. That's what old 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 uh, uh Jerry Jones call him. Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown, question mark. Ah, uh, okay. No Hearns in the mix, man. Um, let me see. Would you rather have Alan Hearns or Noah Brown? Because I think that Alan Hearns showed us still, even with a half of a leg. <laughs> a little bit more than uh, what a Noah Brown was able to show us. Now, this is the thing. Noah Brown can develop and, and become one of those guys. But I'm thinking that Noah Brown situation is that he cannot line up everywhere on the field, right? He is the quote-unquote looking at Michael Gallup saying, man, that's supposed, that's supposed to be my position. Because I think that Noah Brown is more of an X receiver than a guy that you can insert anywhere on the line. And I was able to see some college tape of uh, Michael Gallup playing to the inside, but Michael Gallup on the outside. So Noah Brown got two options. Either he's going to battle and outperform for that X position, or is he going to say, hey, (laughs) I'm going to try to do my best to be the best of the tight ends. And I don't think that the Cowboys are going to go that way. I don't think so. Um, My guy right now is Cooper. Uh, he got uh, Cobb, Gallup. Let me say he got Coop. I'm sorry, I can't even read today. He got <laughs> he got Cooper, Gallup, Cobb, Guyton, and Smith and Wilson. Oh, that's Robert Turner. Okay, but Rodney got Cobb, Gallup, Cobb. Not Coop, Gallup, Cobb, Cedric Wilson, Tavon Austin, and Alan Hearns. So. <sighs> Cut Brown equals no money. Save money by cutting Hearns and save five mil. 
Mm, and then you can pick up a tight, you can pick up a, a safety with that five million. I feel you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> um, my thing is that I don't know, man. Uh, let me see what all Noah Brown can do. Let me see Noah Brown. He's a good route runner. No, but he is a physical guy. He's a good blocker. And on top of that, they heavenly recruited him so that he so that Ezekiel Elliott can run with him, right? Because Ezekiel Elliott knows him and these sorts of things. But if you're talking about five million, and I'm looking at the latter part of the season, I'm looking at this guy Alan Hearns being able to uh, to do some things. Um, <clears throat> let's do this, uh, my Cowboys family. Are you free? I can send you the link, and maybe you could jump in to explain to me. If, let me know if you're free. If you're free, I can send you the uh, the link or what have you. I think I got access to the link uh, that I can send it to you. Jay, what's good, man? Cutting Hearns actually pays for Cobb. Ah, go look at the contract. All right, this is Jay. My thing is, Jay, yeah, you, you're right about that. Is Cobb on a one-year rental? Is Cobb on a one-year rental? Because we got a lot of one-year guys. We got Cobb, one-year rental. Robert Quinn, one-year rental. Um, Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can do this real quick. Appreciate you, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate you. Uh, my Cowboys family. Let me go right here. And we're going to put these little bad babies on right here. So that you guys get, so I can hear them when I invite them. Let's see. And we'll go right here. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to talk about this. Uh, I'm gonna shoot them. I'm gonna shoot you guys this link on via Twitter, and that way we can talk about it right quick. And I, and I really appreciate you guys' content. Uh, I like the fact that you guys are going to be down here week one. That's going to be a plus, and letting people know about the Cowboys' experience. That's everything, uh, for real, for real. And we all got to look at it from these things right here, Cowboy Nation. Is that when we start to talk about like the people that's on the final roster and things like that? Boy, let me see. Got to go here. Appreciate you guys' patience with me. And I am looking for, there we go. <laughs> like I'm bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving. My Cowboys family. And move this over here. I got my camera in the way. I can't really see. There we go. You are in the mix. And, uh, uh, there we go. And, all right. So uh, I sent you the link. It's uh, via Twitter. That's the best way I can send it. And uh, just let me know. Travis, what's good, man? And, uh, Shout out to Sheila Neal again and uh, Christopher Lewis. Cobb is going to make Witten uh, unstoppable again. Yeah, I I, I like that, uh, Christopher, because if you really look at it, when you're talking about Jason Witten and his three, five yards hook out in the wide option route, there's another sector of the field. And the other sector of the field on the opposite side will be where Cobb will live. And one can argue that Cobb the ability to run inside as well as the uh, uh, I, I will say uh, uh, Amari Cooper 
you're looking at ways whereas now you you can flip those guys and it makes the defense really honest and when you're trying to load the box i think Cobb can take the top off the defense if you still go with the notion of keeping Tavon austin he can take the top off the defense and those are things that we're looking for um Tavon is his first year yeah and then second year we should see something uh shout out to philly cowboys as well thank you for tuning in to the nation really appreciate you guys um so we're looking at all of those factors there uh, Zach Nation, what's up? Michael Gallup, red zone threat. Yeah, I think that the um, it was a game that Michael Gallup did a great job. I think it was against the Tennessee, or it could have been against another team, but he, he was able to catch the ball, but he couldn't get his two feet down, right? And I was sitting like, man, that guy looks like a, a, a young Michael Irvin. Then I saw another play. Man, that guy looks like a young Dez Bryant. So I'm thinking that with Michael Gallup strengthening his lower body, I'm thinking that Michael Gallup would be an extreme plus for, for 2019. Cedric Wilson, uh, going into last year, I was saying, I was on record saying that Cedric Wilson, he's a better route runner than a Michael Gallup. So those are things that we have to pay attention to as well because when you're talking about a guy that can run inside and outside routes and then he got this hidden speed about himself, he does everything that you really like out of uh, a Terrence Williams, but he got better hands. Now, far as Terrence Williams running out of, not running out of bounds and then running out of bounds, all that crazy stuff, that's a story of a different day. I hope wherever Terrence Williams goes, he lands on his feet. But what I'm saying is that the skill set that Cedric Wilson was able to bring is going to be similar to a Terrence Williams, but with better hands, if that can make any sense for you guys. Um, let me see who else we have here. We have Derek Savage Time. Uh, what are you saying over here? Um, Cobb can be a threat anywhere on the field. Yes. And and by, by him being a threat anywhere on the field, it opens up everything. And, and just think about this, Cowboy Nation. Just think about this. Just hear me out. We talked about uh, Cole Beasley when he was here. His ability to be a threat inside anywhere on the field. Man, now if you look at what Cobb is able to do. OMG. Um, let me see what we have here. Man, I appreciate you guys. Man, we've got a lot of people commenting. I really appreciate it. Uh, some of y'all want players you've never seen. This is uh, Jay Farm. Uh, and then he got the laughing emoji. And, and Jay, Jay is right. You know, I, look. I said that last night to Foots. He was saying that, uh, okay, we can get rid of Tavon Austin because the because of the Guyton kid, or I think the John Via Johnson kid, they, they might be able to supplant him or or or, um, or be more serviceable than him in these sorts. And I was like, oh, man, I just don't know, man, because I'm looking at last year and I'm thinking that we don't beat the, we don't beat the, um, the Seattle Seahawks in the playoff if it wasn't for my boy you see so i'm looking at it like that i'm sitting here like man if we can just keep tavon austin and have randall cobb and also have the amari coopers of the world man and, and then still have a michael gallops i would rather have that than to have the xenophobia you know the fear of the unknown we just we, we just don't know we just don't know what those other boys can bring we, we don't <laughs> look what's up What's up, Law? How you doing? What's up, man? Yes, yes, yes. What's good with you? First, I was <laughs> nervous for a second. I was, I was chilling. I was chilling in the background, letting you do your thing, man. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, 
give me your thoughts on on like who's the OTAs and slash uh, training camp favors or who you're leaning towards to win in their individual battles. Mm. Well, we, uh, it's hard to tell because you know OTAs no pads. Right. You know uh, they hit. You know they, everyone's taking it a little easier. They're hitting. You know they're hitting dummies and they're not. You know it's so. You know it's hard to tell. I, mean, I just I just love uh, what Pollard kind of sh- starting to show out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know and 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 kind of what what we might have with Tristan Hill. I, I think he's a guy that's going to be surprising a lot of people. Um, mainly towards like let's say let's say week 10 11 12 i think you're going to see him really coming on stronger at, at that part of the season being used more and i i say this on, on our channel that um i wouldn't be surprised if tristan hill actually like percentage wise snaps on the field i think he by the end of the year he might be equal or past the other two starters there you know woods and, and malik collins I, I just think it depends on his on his uh progression development I, i'm hopeful on him so i'm a little over hyped on him when it comes to the new guys uh, i just think he's a he's kind of a guy who's kind of disappointed with it because we didn't get a safety and it's, they're overlooking him uh in, impact he's gonna have uh, on stopping the run stopping the pass and i'm saying stopping i'm saying but even disruptive that's the key under tackle you know one of the few guys out there that 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 play that at the three tech with marinelli you know they know more than i do about this but they that's the guy you know one of the guys they really keyed on that runs going to make the defense kind of kind of go forward and not just for this year but really for the future so i'm really looking forward to what he's going to do and I, I really like all the rookies like as a depth kind of for the future kind of thing. Not really for this year as, as much of an impact as for more for next year and the years after. The undrafted guys, I agree with you, though. You know, un- the unknown with these other guys, I like Jalen Guyton. Jalen uh, Guyton, I like John Vea Johnson. I, and I've seen them. I've actually seen them do stuff out there. I've read stuff about these guys about these guys um, for the last couple of days and the last couple of weeks in OTAs. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, we have a lot of great receivers right now depth-wise. Um, uh, you were talking about Hearns. My thing with Hearns is the money. You know, the money with Hearns, he has to ball out, which I think he can do right. after the injury, but he has to have, like, I think he has to actually have, like, Tavon kind of be limping around a little bit. And, uh, you know, Cobb has some injury issues, too. I mean, if those things rear their ugly heads early, you know, I think Hearns makes the team. But I think that if he had to cut somebody, you know, Hearns might be a very good slot guy, but is he better than Cobb when Cobb's healthy? Is he better than Tavon Austin? Tavon's healthy. And, and even if he is, is he worth the $5 million that we're going to – we can save, let's say, even if we don't use it this year for a player, we can still that rolls over the next year. So when it comes to receivers, I just think I, I'd rather I like, you know, Cooper Gallup. I think is going to be fantastic. Beyonce is really high on him with the whole year under the belt with 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 Dak and another year in the NFL. Same thing with Cooper, a whole offseason with, with Dak. It's going to be great. And then I think when you look at Cobb. He's got the veteran quarterback eyeballs. You know, he can read the defense, plays that slot, can play inside or outside. It's going to free up Cooper to go inside, too. I think that's going to be a key, key, key piece for us if he stays healthy. And then, you know, Tavon, you know, that Kellen Moore piece. And, you know, and then you got Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson Jr. I think they're going to fight out, fight it out for one, for, for five or six uh, receivers because we're going to be more, going more 10 personnel. You know, we're using more three receiver, four receiver sets. I do believe we'll keep at least six receivers this year, at least. Oh, so, wow. hey. So, 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 I, so I, run, run me down your six guys, then, as uh, far as receivers Coop, again. Mm-hmm. Cooper, Gallup. Cobb, Tavon Austin, and again, this is where it comes Cedric Wilson Jr. I think he's going to get over Noah Brown because he's had a couple shots already. Kind of wasn't able to shine as much. I think Noah Brown have a chance. It's going to be. I think Noah Brown's going to be fighting it out with uh, you know one of those two guys we named from the undrafted list. I don't think Lance Lenore is even come close to making this team. Um, I think he shouldn't have made it. I don't think he should have made the practice squad. Made but the practice squad last year, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's always on the team somehow. But he's <laughs> the only reason he made it is because Cedric Wilson got hurt. Let's be real. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say drop us some dollars there too. 
diming, diming, dropping diamonds over here. Look, this is the thing. She mentioned special teams. So one of these guys, the, the Guytons, the John Vea, I think John Vea, right? Uh, those guys, yeah. they're going to have to win. The only way they find themselves on this roster, if they can be like one of those guys that can be a special team warrior, block some kicks, block some punts, do something, run something back, be the uh, gunner, they're going to have to be willing to do that, especially when you start talking about the Noah Browns of the world and Lance Lenore. they still on this roster for a reason, so special team is their only gateway, I believe. That's a good point because I mean I don't see Cedric Wilson playing special teams, uh, but you're, you're Noah Brown, bigger guy, you know, can, can be more impactful and, and block and all that. So again, whether offense, whether it's like you said on defense or offense, either those guys. I mean Noah Brown definitely has a a, a hand over, you know, has a slight advantage over Cedric Wilson at this point. I just think who's the better receiver, you know? I think it's all going to play out in training camp, and that's what I'm really really excited for. Uh, but I'm with you, man. I think most of the guys are going to make this team. Most of these guys are going to be guys we know already. You know, we, there's going to be a lot of competition, and some guys might falter a little bit maybe go in a, a little lower in the depth chart a couple might might get cut it'd be tough cuts but um that's great when you have a team full of very good players starters very good depth position we're set up to go for for number six this year yeah let me ask you this though so the other battles we understand that with the wide receivers now who do you have on the defensive side on the front four who who be the odd man out on that scenario mm. It's That's a great one too. Because it's, it's yeah. similar. It's similar to the wide receivers. Yeah, we got 15 I, guys. I, I don't yeah. think, honestly, I don't think I can really say too much on that until we see how some of these injuries shake out. And we have to see a little bit more from these guys because the Cowboys have enough pieces here that a lot of it comes down to who's healthy. I mean, obviously, we, you know, we do expect Tank, you know, but if Tank maybe is injury wise on the later end of that if he misses a game or, or has to miss all of training camp all of preseason like who does step into that role right. well you know well i mean who do you think would be the best one like eh, out of all these injuries and stuff what's your I mean, line baby i mean yeah i mean for me i, th I think it's going to be i think tank obviously makes a team but you're looking at you, you move over to the to the again i think the, the main starters are kind of set you know you got tank you got antoine woods you got malik collins you got quinn. and you and you got robert quinn We'll be playing, I think, uh, more second and third downs and first. I think you'll see Tyron Crawford in there, Taco in there. So I still think they make the team. I think Dorrance Armstrong, too, on the left side, a good – he's right now being the backup to, to Tank. I like these guys. Of course, Tristan Hill in, in the interior there. Um, and then it comes to the point where how many do we keep, right? So I think right. that you got, you got Joe Jackson in there. I really want to see what he does because he's like a mauler kind of a, a rusher. He, he puts up sacks. We like that. We need that. And I, I want to see how he plays in training camp and, and preseason and uh, – uh, Kerry Hyder, he's a mm -hmm. uh, you know he's a name that's in there. Christian Covington, a guy interior, gonna be showing out too. And Daniel Ross, can't forget about him. So this is gonna be a fun, fun battle here in the trenches on the defensive side for sure. Our offensive side, we know our, our trenches. We got nine guys. I'm marking right off right now. We got nine spots on the offensive line as far as I'm concerned. You know, with our front five, Xavier Suafilo, Joe Looney, Cam Fleming. Who, I'm assuming he's going to make the team. And then, of course, Connor McGovern. But that's nine guys. I don't think you, you really have a big battle there, honestly. But when you look at, at the defensive side of the trenches, that's where it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch who makes his team. And I, and I really, I don't think it's going to be a loss. It's not going to be like a bad thing. It's actually, we got so much depth that just the, the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top. And I can't wait to see oh, what comes out of that. I, I love that the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top. Yes, get down, put down. That's what I'm talking about, man. Boy, we can rhyme off of that stuff, man. Hey, the only thing that I can look at from here is um, the guy that's going to make everybody forget about the, hey, we didn't select a, a safety, will be number 33, will be Michael Jackson. Right now, everybody's raving about him, but he's going to be the guy 
if he can really hold up as it relates to health-wise. Uh, he could be the guy that can make everybody forget about it. And, of course, we already know about Tristan, but my thing is, my philosophy is, with those type of guys that play into the inside, normally they don't blossom and shine until, like, year two, year three, or what have you. So, but the guy that makes all of the interceptions, the guy that picked the ball off, fumbles and stuff like that, it can make people forget real quick that, hey, the Cowboys selected, you know, Tristan Hill over Blase Blase. What do you feel about that? That's a good point. Great I mean, point. I think part of it is, too, part of it is Cowboy Nation really hoping that we don't get screwed with that pick, hoping that Michael Jackson can be that guy because we chose to go a different path when it came to Thornhill, when it came to Hill. You know, obviously with Hill, I think for the most part, Cowboy Nation's expectations are pretty tempered. Like, we're not expecting him to go out there and, and be an immediately super impactful player. We understand he has some growth, but that there is the potential there. But it, like you said, if our safeties or our corners aren't getting interceptions, aren't making those plays, you know, it, it's going to be hard for us to say Michael Jackson was the right move or the right choice. And again, still need to see him out there, but but the hope is there. The potential is definitely there. And we have to see it pan out. And, I, and I've seen, actually, you know, it's, I've, again, we're going about OTAs and a couple things here. There's nothing really to put the pads on and see training camp preseason. But Michael Jackson, again, before he even came out, he said he can play. Any, any, you know, there's a quote from him from when he got drafted. He could play any position, you know, in, in the backfield, you know, whether it's strong safety, free safety, corner, slot, you know, whatever, slot corner, whatever it is, he can do that. Um, he has the size of length, the Richard, what Richard loves. And, again, hear what Richard said about him, you know, that he can play – the slot corner spot. He could play strong safety spot. And these are important things that I heard from Rashard saying this because that's the spot. So we really kind of want to shore up whether it's Anthony Brown staying next year. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, I think cornerbacks are a, a position we got to look at next year as well, but Michael Jackson might help out with that. So I do think that um, I, I'm excited to see what he's doing, but like, like fiance said about Tristan Hill, I'm also tempered about Michael Jackson. I'm actually excited about like, you know, Pollard to see what he can do, but I'm also, you know, kind of more excited about that side of things. But you know, in, in the in the flashy sense, but I think that Michael Jackson, Donovan Wilson, you know, we don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Another guy could pick that role as well. Um, he's I think he's a sixth round pick. So I mean, these guys, we got some guys. I know, you know, I feel bad for Richard because all the years he's been here, we don't draft anybody for him. He's got to create everything on his own. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I I I'm glad they give him some pieces, but they give him fourth rounders, fifth rounders, you know, and then the fifth rounders and sixth rounders, not giving him first rounders. So second rounders, you know, it was, I think next year is going to be his time to get if, if he's still with us. I hope he is, you know, Richard. But I think we're going to, you know, if needed, I think corners will be in there. I think safety will be looked at. Um, I think I talked about really tight end. The only other position you might have to look at um, as, in a serious way um, in the sense of uh, when Witten's gone. Witten's going to be coach. He's going to be looking at our tight end saying these guys can't do it. Or maybe, you know, maybe Blake Jarwin can do it, you know, but he'll know. He'll be the best one to know that next year. And we'll, we'll look at those spots, I think, in the draft and free agency next year. Yes, indeed. So. Man, you dropping some dimes over here, man. That's some good stuff, man. I, I, I just can't wait for OTAs to be over with and then training camp. Uh, that's going to be the battle. I mean, it, I mean, it's going to be somewhat better than most games out there. I'm ready for somebody to get out there and fight. You know, I want people to really claw and get to that position and just fight it out, you know. So all of the diva wide receivers, I don't think that we have none of those this year. And then out of all of the uh, defensive players, I'm thinking that right now, Cheeto's a little limped up, and that's my boy. You guys know how that feel. And Jordan Lewis feel kind of shafted in a sense. So we're going to see how this thing all shake out. I just can't wait for a training camp to come, man. I'm for real. Yeah, no, I'm, and, you know, <laughs> I'm also <laughs> – 
I missed the last the last last question. I missed the last thing you said there. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I kind of uh, bleeped out a little bit. I, I, I was saying that uh, <laughs> I said I can't wait for this battle to come, like training camp. We don't really have diva receivers. You know, a couple of years ago, you remember Jordan Lewis like, Dez, Dez, come on, Dez. I don't think that we have that type of dog receiver on our team that's going to be like, come on, come on, let's get it, let's get it on. But there's point. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is that, I want to see who's going to be the dog on the defensive side that's really willing to fight for that position. Right now we have my boy Cheeto Wuzier. He's injured or what have you. And I know there's a long ways before training camp. But we want to see can everybody else pick it up and fight for that position that he's leaving out there on the table as well as with that safety. Are you guys uh, team Jeff Heath? <laughs> no, you look, we, uh, from the beginning, we've not been team Jeff Heath and still – very, uh, very. I, I'm team. I've accepted Jeff Heath. <laughs> I, I've ex and I've accepted that, that that's the choice the Cowboys have made, and and for all the good and all the bad, like that's who we got. And I just hope that again, we did see him get better last year under Richard's defense with with that different scheme. I'm hoping that having Woods in, I'm hoping that maybe a like I can't even believe I'm saying this, Alaka, <laughs> just because I I think that Frazier with his injuries and everything else, like if if Alaka can go out there and maybe be a little more consistent. You know, maybe a little healthier, maybe make a few more moves. Like, again, just gives Jeff Heath a better chance to do what he does best occasionally. Yeah. And again, remember, he's going to take uh, this would take a uh, lot. Loco is going to take off uh, some some and Frazier. You know, we're, I think only one of them make the team. But, um, you know, they're going to be playing special teams like you were saying earlier, Law, that, you know, that's a big part about making these teams, too. So it's not just just if he balls out or does OK at safety, but does really well at special teams, that, that could be the make or break for some of these guys on the bubble. But I do think that that's a good point. The fiance says that Iloka is going to try to, you know, compete with Heath as much as he can. He's also going to, yeah, you know, he, like positions that are out there up for grabs, like, right. you know, with Kayvon being hurt, it's a lot of chance. And then, and then you, when you talked about Chidobe Wuzi, who again, I first it was a hamstring, but I've heard it's it's a hip issue, which is a again for him, it's yeah. not another hamstring, you know what I'm saying? So it's not as horrible. Uh, of course, still gonna be watched a lot, a lot, a long way to go. But I think Chido, I think he's gonna win. I think he's still a very good, solid tackler. Uh, you know, so is Byron Jones, a great tackling corners. I think that um, that he'll be okay for the season. I don't think he's going to lose a spot or anything like that. I think it's more Michael Jackson trying to make it up the ladder kind of way and maybe being the guy that maybe they can say, okay, we can rely on him next year because Anthony Brown's going to make the team. I, he, I love where, he, where he's come from. Like, he's really rebounded from that second year slump. I see some people saying about Anthony, you know, uh, Anthony Brown, he's not going to, you know, he's going to make the team. I know he's going to make the team, but next year he's a free agent. And I don't really know what the Cowboys plans are going to be when, when he's a free agent and they got other guys that they can, you know, that they're going to have to fill that spot up with whether it's a rookie or Michael Jackson or, or Jordan Lewis. I don't know. I mean, um, it's going to be an interesting battle. I think that Jordan Lewis has that – he does still have that feistiness, that fire. Um, I just don't know if he fits the Richard's defense as as well. But he's still making this team, so he's doing some things right. And uh, We haven't even mentioned one position that I think is still a bit of a question mark, but tight end. I mean oh. – it just I know you've talked about it, baby, a little bit, but no, it just, you know, Jason Witten is is a weird thing on our team because even if he's here for this year, he's arguably the best tight end out like out of the ones that we have. But one of these young guys has to step it up. One of these young guys has to come up and take the mantle. And obviously right now, Jarwin's kind of the clear cut 
front runner, you know, but I think it leaves the Cowboys in a spot where they have to decide what they want to do at tight end. Oh, yeah. yeah we, well, <laughs> anytime you have the owner crying, still telling stories about uh, Jason Witten, he's the starter. <laughs> There's no way that I can see on this green earth or blue earth, however we look at it, that Jason Witten is going to be the second uh, tight end. So it's going to be Jason Witten, uh, not Swam, not Schultz, Jarwin, Jason Witten, Jarwin, and then uh, your boy Schultz, and then Rico. I'm thinking that they still go with four tight ends. Mm, that's interesting. I, I think Rico is definitely on the bubble on this one because we have so much talent out there, you know, mm -hmm. and all the other positions. We talked about it in the nine offensive linemen probably, you know, probably about the same amount of defense, if not more. And then depending on, what you know, a tank situation, if he's injured but still on the roster, right, <laughs> you got to carry a spot now for him. So – I don't know if there's going to be room for Rico. I do think the other three guys will make it. I don't think Dalton Schultz is going to be the guy for the future. I think Dalton, I think Blake Jarwin's the best shot. And I think I trust Witten watching him kind of, even if Witten gets a lot of the snaps, he'll know if Blake will be ready or not. And if he's not, then Cowboys don't know what to do next year. Cause I think Witten's going to be kind of a you know, coach next year, more in that side of things. And he'll know the intricacies about these guys, these specific three other guys and who can really make this team or not. He'll have input this year. I'm guaranteeing he'll have some input this year, but I think next year, you know, it'll be the process of moving on. And start starting looking for new tight ends or working with Blake Jarwin and whoever else you might have. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Cowboys, if they wanted to really shake it loose and uh, and they had the opportunity this offseason to pick up a veteran tight end, but they was hesitant about it. And I think that they kind of knew that Jason Witten was going to come back. But I was thinking that what's that kid name? I think his name was Cook. He was out there. Jared Cook. Jared yeah. Cook. I think he was out there at the time. And it was some other tight end that, that we was like, hey, Cowboys, you guys need to go ahead and jump on the gun for that. Was it Jesse James from the Steelers? <laughs> yeah, I believe. So <laughs> I'm thinking that they invested in the, the draw. And I think that they invested into the Schultz and maybe some small piece of uh, Cowboy Nation. They invested in Rico a little bit. And, yeah, I, I hope so for Rico's sake. He could be. I think he could be better than what they've allowed him to be for Rico. That's the thing. I think he still has something. And I'm also going to say that um, when it comes to um, oh, I, I was going to. Uh, well, I don't fancy. I, I had a question well, actually, for you. Actually. I did have a question for you, Law, real quick, just because we we've been going back and forth on this in the chat a bit about Travis Frederick. So I. I still am very, very worried about Travis Frederick until I see him in pads, until I see him actually doing football things between the Guillain-Barre syndrome, between the labrum issue with the shoulder, between I think he had, uh, what was it, a hernia as well? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. like, I, I'm still like, I'm scared. I got to say I'm scared. I'm worried. I see all this depth at our offensive line, like, or, you know. What are your thoughts right now about, you know, like Travis Frederick, the state of the offensive line? It just are you a little bit worried as well? Well, um, if, if we look at it from a Madden perspective, and I know that we don't supposed to use Madden, but John Madden last year had Travis Frederick, one of the highest, well, the highest player on the Cowboys roster. Do you guys uh, look at the roster ratings? Do you guys look at that? Yeah, 96, I think, is where he was. 96, yeah. so I, I know some people are going to say, oh, you can't use Madden ratings, but what I'm saying is that how that's how much of an impact Travis Frederick is to this team. I'm thinking that last year, if he was to play all of the games, we're a plus two two win team. So instead of us being ten and six, maybe we would have won, you know, twelve games. So, and I know that last year was kind of a slow start, but I look at it too like this: if Travis Frederick is is one of those guys that's starting to break down one by one, inch by inch, piece by piece, then we really we really need to see and find out 
can we find a way to keep Joe Looney on his team? I've, we, we had a little roundtable last night, and we was talking about um, Joe, he, I think Botch mentioned that Joe Looney wasn't that much of a factor because he was just only in the way uh, that they, they can do better with Connor McGovern at that spot. And I was like, man, I don't want to get rid of our resources because I don't want to deal with the xenophobia. I don't want to deal with the fact that in 2017, we was blindsided by uh, our guy number 77 going down and not getting back up. And we had to throw the trash, the Chaz Greens out there in the Byron Bell. I don't want to have that past. I don't want to have that history again. So I'm thinking that we really need to figure out a way to know for sure if Travis Frederick can stay healthy, then we can find ways to win games. And I'm thinking that we got a lot. I'm talking about a lot of longitude and latitude with Joe Looney opposed to anybody else that can play that spot. Interesting. Now, interesting. You know, actually, um, I, I think that that Looney, even though I like I like Looney there um, at center is probably his best spot. I don't know if he has as much versatility as we think he does at, at guard. I'm not really a big fan of him at guard. You got to move more, and he's not very. He's just not as mobile as some of these other guys. In my in my opinion, I know he's fast. He runs on that field. We saw him, right. you know, lead blocking and pulling, uh, and he did a damn good job for Zeke. But again, I, I consistently, I don't know if he's that guy for us there. I, I do like. I never really loved Looney. I know he's our sixth lineman. That's why we kind of right. initially signed him. <laughs> He was our, our power you know, lineup. We would put him in as a sixth. But the the thing is, is that, you know, last year, he definitely, I think the expectations are what really was a difference for him. Last year, we really didn't expect much from him. And he was like, damn, he actually did a decent job, you know, filling in that spot. And again, a, a less mobile center position. Um, when I look at Connor McGovern, mm-hmm. I got to agree with Vach on this. Again, I, he's unknown, but he's his value is so great on, on not just our draft board, but across the league. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, you get you keep Connor, but I'm saying you don't get rid of Looney though. You keep you find a way to find oh, yeah. a, a spot on the roster for him. But but, but continue. Yeah, no, I, no, you're, and that's what I'm saying. For this year, I I said I'd hope the Cowboys keep nine. You know, nine would be the the to secure your offensive line, which I think is the key in our offense. That that's what you want to. You, you got Cam Fleming could play both sides tackle. You also got Connor Williams who could play tackle if need be, and you have um you know you'll have the interior set up with Looney McGovern. And Suofilo. So I, I, I think that that's very important to keep these guys. And I think you keep all nine of them, to be honest with you. But I do think that that um, for next year, I, I think, and, and this is, I see Jay Farms, a fortune, you know, saying, you know, we're sounding like fortune tellers other than fiance. But <laughs> but I, I think that next year, and I'm going to say it again, um, that Lel Collins, because of the money, unless he balls out, has an unbelievable season, I think he's gone. You're going to have Connor Williams moving out there, and you're going to be moving in Connor McGovern interior. He plays center as well, McGovern. I mean, he actually is our third string center right now. Um, so, I mean, I, I really like where, where we're going with McCar- 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 uh, Conor McGovern for the future. You might have asked like, a question for both of you just to clarify. Like, you guys both mm-hmm. mean, like, if somehow Frederick doesn't play this year, you guys think Conor McGovern right now would be no. a. Okay. I, if, if, if Frederick doesn't play this year, I say you got to go with Looney again. Okay, okay. I, I just wanted to clarify that because right. for a second, I, I wanted to kind of like get knocked over well, with the feather. I thought you guys are actually yeah. thinking Connor McGovern at no, this moment. No. Like I do agree with both of you that again, the the overall potential and the versatility of Connor McGovern, I do think will make him better than Looney eventually because I think his skill set, he's already starting off with a better skill set than Looney ever had. You know what I mean? Like right. so his ceiling is a lot higher there. You know, again, it's up to him to, again, put in the work, put in the muscle, and, and again, do just what everyone else has to do and earn that spot. You know, I, you know, 
Wait, wait. I don't know. I don't and, know and, if Looney and, and, ends up and, back and on our team because right. again, I think that they're. I'm just. This it's year? one of those. No, no, no. I'm saying next year. Just okay. we sign him for a two-year contract. I know we want to find a spot for him, and I do agree for like this year. If something crazy were to happen, you know, he absolutely has a spot on this team. But beyond that, I think that the Cowboys are already kind of moving on beyond John Looney after that in a weird Joe, way. Yeah. Joe Looney. John. Yeah, ah. and, and and the thing is with it is that he got one hell of a resume. Yeah, he got tape out there, and if I'm Joe, I'm sitting here like, hey. They won 10 games with me, you see. So, and then on top of that, it's a blessing too to have Connor, uh, Connor Williams to play left tackle. He's filling in for uh, uh, Tyron Smith just in case his back doesn't hold up for 2019. So I'm thinking that I'm with you, go with nine offensive linemen, but this is the conundrum. Who do you go short with? I know for sure you're going to go, you're only going to go with two quarterbacks, right? But yeah, oh, yeah. two quarterbacks and three tight ends. <laughs> oh, oh, so you, 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 you cut out another tight end, right? I got to cut Rico out, man. I mean, unless, uh, unless okay. he beats out Dalton I, Schultz. I think part of it, too, is think of Olawali's versatility. We just mm. signed him. We extended him, right? I, and the way that we kind of use him, he, he I'm not saying he's a tight end, but – you know, he's a very more receiver-like fullback. At yes. least that's how the Raiders used him. He's not yeah. a blocking one as much. And I think that right now with Witten and, yes, with Schultz and with Jarwin, we have a more mm-hmm. blocking-based tight end set there with Schultz, Jarwin kind of – exactly, with, with Schultz, yeah. So, anyway, uh, just my thoughts. But that's a good thought because now if you look at it, maybe Cowboys are on to something with this, hmm, what if – Lenihan didn't know how to use uh, uh, Jarwin, or I mean uh, Rico. What if Lenihan didn't know how to use Jamez Olawale? Maybe the young Kelly Moore knows how to utilize the the, the H back tight up uh, fullback and also Rico. Maybe they want to give a shot with uh, the new system. I'm sorry, you clicked out for a second there. What was the last last? Oh, the, sorry. Oh, the, the last line was uh, maybe uh, with Kelly Moore. They are looking at it like maybe he know how to utilize Rico. Maybe he know how to u- utilize Jamez Olawale, opposed to a uh, quote unquote uh, Scott Linehan. Uh, very I think good. They, yes. I think they might give him a chance, but the one thing we've heard consistently about Rico is that he's had issues learning the playbook, even towards the end of the year, and. I don't know how you can fix that. Like maybe this year he'll come in, they'll simplify the playbook for him. They'll, I don't know, they'll make it work in some way. So it works for him. But you know, at the end of the day, do we really have time to spend on a <laughs> potential thing like that right now? We have, you know, we are trying to get a Super Bowl, and we have other moves to make. And the way I see it with Jason Witten back, like it, it feels, it seems a little ridiculous to have four tight ends in there when I feel like Witten's more of the insurance there. Like you don't need to spend more time on and another 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 factor i think is where are we going like you you made a great point about kellen moore which makes rico more expendable if he cannot you know uh, be used properly by kellen moore um in, in a sense of we're gonna use less tight ends probably i mean we last year went a lot 13 and you know so i i think that this year there's not as much need for tight ends maybe more needs for receivers hence why i think we go an extra receiver and take away a tight end um we got nine we, we just talked about how many spots we got to fill with so much talent and like fiance say can we can we hold a spot? You know, we got Tank already on a, on a, on a right. it's not to take an injured spot. He's taking a 53 spot. So we got Tank there. Let's say if he's not ready for week one, you got Crawford on there. You got Zeke on there. If they got any kind of suspensions, and, and I'm not sure how that works. I don't know if that hits the 53, but the, the way that that um, that this would work when it, com- when it comes to, um, you know, to to these other players, that we have to really, you, you know, really be wise about who we, who we, who we keep this year. 
uh, because of so much depth. And that's why I think the tough cuts are these guys that could they be guys that can 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 help us out? Probably if we had you know more more need for them at this moment. But but Rico, you know, would he make the team over Michael Jackson? Would Rico make the team over you know? Uh, I'm trying to think. How about uh, Mike uh, um, uh, Mike Weber? You know, I mean, that's a good, that's a well, possibility. I mean, I'm just trying to think, you know, what do you, we do? You got some good points there. I'm going to do a reach, and this is me reaching, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> this is me reaching. You guys know I love to reach a little bit, and I'm going to reach deep down in that bag. I think that Rico, you guys remember when he played in the preseason, I think he had like a two or three touchdown game. I'm thinking, what? was that with Kellen Moore was throwing him the ball? I think that Kellen Moore got something. I think they got something going on, man. I'm thinking that Kellen Moore saying, hey, I know what Rico can do. And this is what I was able to do uh, when I was out there on the field with him. I know his abilities, and these are his best routes. I'm thinking that there's some type of chemistry going on. It's just me reaching, though. I wish I was still able to have those highlights. But for those who have, oh, I remember that was that was in a game. Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah, was he, Kellen he Moore. dominated. And that was that was Kellen Moore throwing the ball, and it was. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I, that was our first, that was our first live stream ever for MCF for a game day live stream was that at that Hall of Fame game and. Um, and he did. He did kind of. Uh, die. And I know you're saying it, it could be a connection there. I do think that that's the reason why. Also, he's still on the. You know, there's no other tight end. He got McElroy or whatever. He's just scrub for for snaps. But <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm saying Rico is really. The, you know, he's going to be that guy. That could be like another one of those pieces. What you're saying, it's not that much of a reach because um, when it comes to to use utilizing Rico the right way, I see some people in the chat saying. It, like the you said, J- trust me, I would love Cooper, Rico the ball out, but will he? Yeah, it was Cooper. <laughs> it was, it was, Jay said it was Cooper, wasn't uh, Kelly Moore. My bad. Oh, was it? Oh, it was okay. Cooper Rush? So, well, either way, so then, all right. So, you know what? I do see the potential there. And I think, again, if we're trying, if we're really seeing a quote unquote new offense, a Kellen Moore offense, and there's a potential for Rico to have an impact, he'll be there. So, who, where, where do we go short at in the sense of where do you see us maybe not having someone? Like, do you see us? You know, because I still think Pollard and Weber and Zeke. I still see Don't forget that Jackson. staying that way. I agree with yeah. everyone. I think all of us here do agree two quarterbacks. I yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. Uh, where do we go light at? Where where do we go? Who goes? That's a good question. Uh, two quarterbacks. Let's see if we can do this. Uh two quarterbacks. Uh we go with three running backs, right? And the fullback. Yeah. Oh, so we're cutting we're cutting uh Darius Jackson. Is is it would you have rather have Weber or Jackson? I mean Weber. I don't know. I, that's one of those battles. That's one of those close ones. But you got if you got Olawale, he's our fourth, and really we don't need any more than that, right? So and Olawale just signed a three-year guarantee, five million. Now only yep. you can get that five million back if you cut your boy Alan Hearns, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate. I love Alan Hearns, but I'm looking at this financially and economically. You know the way the Cowboys gonna look at it. So yeah, right, right, you know. right, 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 right. So so and, and Cowboy Nation, this this is all fun and games. We look, we have yet to do the training camp. We still in OTAs for crying out loud. But what we're just doing is as fun and game. Don't don't crucify us for, yeah. for going over the 53 man roster. But I'm thinking that ideally you go with two quarterbacks, right? And and then you go with probably 
not four running backs, three. but three. Four. Th- well, three four with, with Oluwale. And yeah. then you throw Oluwale as a fullback, who's a slash hybrid H-back who can run tight end play. So maybe, yep. like you said, you can eliminate one of the tight end positions because now you're saying you got Jamez Oluwale <laughs> who can run routes. And I like think Oluwale would play more as – Oluwale yeah. more like a Dalton Schultz type guy, right, than, than a Rico or, or Jarwin or, or, or Witten. You know? So he'd be more of the blocking, kind of going for the – I don't know if Dalton Schultz is a great receiver type tight end, you know, but I think all I'm better than him uh, catching the ball and then going on the field, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, we don't really have to me to me and you. What you're saying is Olawale is more valuable than a Schultz right now. To me, I'm thinking that's that's the truth because you already got reliable. His contract reflects that. Yeah, contract reflects that. So we go with that. And then on top of that, our our biggest problems to to dissect would be the 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 uh, the wide receivers in this uh, in the defensive front. Those are yeah. I mean, if you add have. if you add nine, right? So you got two plus three, and then nine nine more for the offensive line. You know, um, you got about fourteen there. And then uh, I'm just trying, you know, just get a a a, a quick number here because you know you're going to keep about what about six about five receivers at least yeah. and three tight ends. So low key still miss Keith Smith. <laughs> y'all y'all <laughs> know I miss Keith Smith, man. <laughs> Yes. Uh, just, it, just that's it. I mean, we're we're saying it too. It just the way, even the way, even if we use Olawale the same way you use Keith Smith, he just doesn't have that same yeah. skill set. You you, it just doesn't make way. sense to use him that way. But right. Keith Smith, it, and it wasn't it's not like he's the greatest guy ever. It's just the way that he worked with the run game with the rest of the guys with Zeke. Yeah, Damn it. yeah no, it's a tough, it's a tough call there because again, receivers. I I think it's just a matter of you're going to keep six and who do you keep? You know, if you keep five, it's really going to be tight. And if you go with tight ends, I think three is probably the number, but it could be four, like you said, for the for the reason of the Olawale, that could be a little more sacrificial. Whether it may, maybe it's maybe it's Dalton Schultz, what we know. Uh, and then you look at um the defensive front, you know, shit, I say, put ten guys on there. I mean, I just yeah. got so ten guys in there. <laughs> right. I know there's six linebackers and you know defensive backs. What do we got? Like uh, we're gonna have probably what three, four safeties and five t- five corners, about nine guys back there. Yeah. Long snapper, punter, and kicker. <laughs> what do you think about our kicker, man? What do you think we're going to – Oh, man, that, that's my biggest concern. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Sports Talk for the donation to help grow the nation, man. Hey, yeah. we're we on our path, man, to get six, man. But this is the thing. I'm thinking that you probably can go short. If you really want to gamble, you can go short at linebacker because we line up in the 4-2 so, so many uh, mm. times opposed to a 4-3. That probably be the only angle. But the only problem is is that all of our starters in the linebacker position, Sean Lee been down, Jalen Smith been hurt, you know, before. And then on top of that, LVE, he got some type of pelvic issues going on. And uh, those are, are big reservations and big flags for us to try to go short in those positions. But yeah. That's a great great know, point man. because we are running mainly two linebackers. So, you know, that, that's a great point. And, again, I, the injury concerns are kind of like the receiver concerns. You got Hearns in there. You kind of need him in case something happens, right? Because you, you don't want Cobb having his injuries or, or Tavon having injuries. You got to have Hearns then in that spot. And for for six point two five million for Hearns as a third receiver, I'll, I'll take it. That's a good deal. But for him to be our fifth or sixth receiver, not a good deal. When you look at and as, again the the question mark coming injuries. I and mean, you're looking at at, the, at you know like you're saying about linebacker, 
going with the with the with the our real base, which is going to be the nickel. Uh, you know, four down linemen, two linebackers, and five defensive backs. I think that that you know linebacker is expendable. But then with the injuries and also special teams, you know, they do play a lot of special teams. These guys, Justin March, Lillard, Chris right. Chris Covington, you know, Joe Thomas. I, I think Joe Thomas is going to be. Uh, I think he's an underrated guy. That's my dog. I agree, but Thomas. I think at the end, yeah. Covington or Lillard. Ends up being like if you had to if right. you had to That's go one of them thin too. on that if right you now, had to let one of those two walk Lillard or Covington would. Yeah, be I think walking. Lillard is the guy right now because right now I'm hearing he's behind Christian Covington. But but hey, no, God, man, I mean you can make a great points there though. It's hard to cut back on sticks when you got three guys that are kind of injury injury proneish, you know. So hmm. man, man, this is this this what this what makes it all wonderful, Cowboy Nation. Uh, my Cowboys family, we approaching the hour marker, man. I was going to wrap this thing up. Got a lot of things to do this on this beautiful Saturday, man. What you guys got planned on for the day? Oh, man, beautiful Saturday, man. We just are honored to be on here discussing Cowboy football with you, man. We love it. We talk about it 24-7 on our own personal lives. We go on camera <laughs> for two hours a day and do the same thing. We're just going to, you know, we're going to spend some some nice fiance and, and, and MCF time together here and uh, you're just relaxing. The kids are with the other parents right now. So we got a little, little time off here oh, every man, two it's weeks. Free time. Man, I know <laughs> that goes. <laughs> yeah. But, but thank you, man. Thank you, Law. Really, we appreciate you. We love your show. We watch your channel all the time. And, uh, you know, I love the back and uh, I love the, the discussion, you know, whether we all agree or not. And we're not ever going to all agree. And I'm talking about the right. chat. I'm talking about YouTubers, whatever. That's cool with me. Because in the end, it's about the passion, getting number six. That's what it's about. To me and to fiance and to us here at MCF, the star over everything forever man that's what it is and i like that that's what it's about man it's about hey. over the, every player it's over every front office guy it's over every everything yeah. it's a yeah. star yeah again and number then, six and beyond and then why you by you having my cowboys family inside your name man that's everything because you spoke a, a a a great great levels of knowledge when you said we can't agree on everything you know people will believe that auntie shirley cooks the best spaghetti right and then in reality is is Auntie Pam. But sometimes as family, we would tell Auntie Shirley, oh, spaghetti was good. But we tell Auntie Pam, man, you throwing it down. <laughs> but but that's what family is all about. I mean, exactly. we, we're supposed to have different views. And then on top of that, there's some family mem members would tell Auntie Shirley straight to her face. Look, the spaghetti is trash. <laughs> hey, we all best, agree you know. what fun would that be? Exactly. But the right, point is, right. at the end of the day, we're all family, and and yeah. that's the point. Every that the one thing every single cowboy fan in here, regardless of what you think of this team, the organization, whatever, we all just mm. want them to win number six. Yeah. And beyond. Yo, oh man, when we win that number six, I'm gonna have tears flowing down my face. We're gonna go right back to the oh, like, and, and there won't be a dry go, eye in the yeah, house. Won't be a dry eye because we've been waiting for it since 1995. And that's why I say uh, it's live like 95, baby. Let's get this thing going one know. way or another, man. My Cowboys family, tell them where they can follow you at, whether it's Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff. Tell them know what you, what you guys' handles are and these sorts of things. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you guys can find us on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Gmail, at your mama's house, at my <laughs> Cowboys family, guys, across all social media. Uh, thank you for having us on here, Law, and never forget the number one thing. Go, go Cowboys, baby! Let's go! Let's go! Yes. Let's go, Cowboys! Go. Yes, ready! Woo! I'm ready to run through a wall, man. <laughs> Take the stuff down, boy. Ah, yeah, Let's do baby. it, baby. Let's do it, baby. Hey, hey, hey week one, also, we're gonna be there. I yes. want to see the week one. We're gonna be there with you, man. I can't wait. The experience on Saturday, the game on Sunday. It's gonna, it's gonna be a, a two-day event. 
I can't yeah, wait, man. I can't wait. When we beat the fucking Giants, sorry for my yeah. language. When we nah, beat nah, the Giants, good. get, get it out, man. That's what I'm talking about, family. Hey, and then on top of that, tell people, man, about you, tell people about your Discord, man, because not only that you guys are a family, but but you guys talk not just about Cowboys, but you guys got tons of other things as family that we talk about and that we love to do as far as movies and things like that. Let them know about your Discord link if, if you want. Yeah, guys, uh, if you want to go ahead, uh, you can get the link for our Discord in the description of all of our videos. Uh, but yes, guys, we have a Discord related specifically to everything Cowboys, guys. Cowboy Nation always. But we do have some side channels as well. You guys can talk movies. You guys can talk music. Yeah. Uh, we have some fantasy football as well. Obviously, right now, a little yeah. quiet. But when the season gets going again, we do have a fantasy football thing we do there, which is a lot of fun. We, we get into a little bit. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And that's the whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's, it's, it's 24-7, 365. And that's what we're about. And, and I know you guys out there watching... 50 people, 53 people watching in here right now. And, you know, we got hundreds and thousands and millions of fans out there that, you know, if you really love talk cowboy football, NFL football, or just, you know, just converse with other people here in the chat, that's, you know, definitely check it out. And, uh, and it's all free, you know, discord is free. You have one as well, law. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's great stuff. It's, it's it, keep it family, you know, it's cowboy fans and just keep it respectful. I don't mind every opinion in the book, but just keep it respectful. No personal attacks. That's why we do it on our channel. That's why we do it in, in the Discord. And uh, just appreciate you again, man, and the whole Cowboy Nation. Star over everything, brother. Go yes, Cowboys. Indeed, man. Go Cowboys. And I uh, appreciate each and every last one of you all. Thank you all for tuning in to the nation. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go. We're hearing a lot of stuff talking with the NFC East. But, guys, y'all already know. We got the most Super Bowls in this thing. And if they still talking about, we haven't won since 1995. Well, what's taking you guys so long? Be able to catch up with us then. Because at the end of the day, the neck muscles are looking strong for you guys. Because y'all are looking up to the greatest. And you can say that to any Eagles fan, any Redskins fan, and any Giants fan. That we are the nation. That we are the best, baby. Hey, we located in the West, but we own the East because we all some beasts. And nobody can talk better than us. Nobody can out-debate the Dallas Cowboys. Let that be the facts. Facts over opinion all day, every day. Let's continue to get this thing going called grind. And that's been my time. I really thank you guys for yours. And remember, you all are listening to absolutely nothing but the best. Salute. I'm out. Peace. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's G-O.